Hey, 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 welcome to the Pastor Duke podcast coming to you from beautiful upstate New York. The state is pretty. The state's conditions are yucky as we are in the last days scenario. I believe with all my heart, Jesus is coming soon. And for me, the sooner the absolute better. We continue with a bit of a prophecy update today. I uh, take it from the book of Matthew 24, verse 12, where Jesus is giving the Olivet Discourse, the whole sermon, giving the signs that his church should look for as evidence of his soon return. Today, I give you one little word from Jesus as he spoke in this sermon. I had read this passage 159 times and never seen it like I do today. It exploded on me, and I love that when you read the scriptures and something just jumps out off the pages into your heart. Jesus said, because iniquity, that's our word, iniquity shall abound, the love of many will wax cold. This word iniquity will be the focus today. It's the Greek word anemia. I probably said that wrong. It's been a long time since I studied Greek. The Greek word anemia, its meaning is much deeper than the English word iniquity. It's full of meaning. From my Greek lexicon, I see it means lawlessness. Many of the newer translations actually use the word lawlessness. It means violation of the law, wickedness, iniquity, transgression. The explosion in my understanding lies here. When I think of iniquity or lawlessness, I think of criminals breaking the law, which certainly does apply, but it's way deeper than that. And we'll focus on that in in a moment. Criminals breaking the law, which is crime is epidemic, as we all know. But the whole new big issue that I never really saw before is this. This word anemia carries a deeper meaning of the law breaking the law. Lawlessness implies the corruption of the governments themselves breaking or not enforcing the laws that they have already set. Oh my, here we go. We know clearly from Scripture why God established human governments, Romans chapter 11, to punish evildoers and to praise those who do well. That's why God set up human government. And our government today does neither of those. Actually, they kind of do the opposite of that. God's plan is for law enforcement to be the friend of the righteous and a threat to those who do evil. Scripture goes on to say that when the righteous reign or are enforcing the law, the people rejoice, but when the wicked rule, the people mourn. Proverbs 29.2. I think we've uh, reached the time of mourning as we look at what is supposed to be law enforcement in our country today. Jesus sure packed a bunch in that one little end times prophetic word, iniquity. First, we see the obvious. Crime rates will soar. Uh, cha-ching, that, that's in our face. This is so in our face. We need a little reminder 
uh, as crime is now epidemic, violent crime is off the charts. The past two COVID years with the defund the police movement, are you kidding me, of the globalist criminal left, their philosophy? How about our catch and release law here in my state of New York? Catch and release is for fishing, folks. It ain't for law enforcement. New York City is now uh, more corrupt and violent than it was before Giuliani cleaned it up uh, many years ago. Many of our New York and California jails especially are, have been nearly emptied out by um, the COVID laws. Uh, it just makes no sense to me. I'm have done jail ministry forever and the jails are about half capacity because they just don't lock people up anymore. Uh, the mainstream media completely ignores the street crime wars of Chicago and nearly every other major U S city. When we weren't watching George Soros funded district attorneys all over the country who are choosing not to incarcerate even violent criminals and especially going light on pedophiles. I can only imagine how that angers and breaks the heart of Almighty God. Be better for them to have a millstone hung around their neck and cast into the sea than to mess with God's children. And yet here we have it. I could do a whole podcast on the corruption that is our present uh, law enforcement uh, situation in America today. I have many uh, police friends who are just sickened by what the conditions they have to try to do their job under these days. The present judicial system is broken where criminals are often protected and the innocent are charged. The Biden administration six his Department of Justice against the parents in Columbus, Ohio, who dared to challenge the federally mandated critical race theory being taught to their grade school children, that, my friends, is lawlessness in its most evil and despicable form. It's the spirit of Antichrist, protecting the evil and punishing the righteous. From the top down, we are living with lawlessness, our president put his hand on the Bible and swore to uphold the U.S. Constitution as every member of the military, every member of our houses of Congress and the judiciary appointments, they all swear to uphold the law. Then Biden shuts down the wall, throws open our borders to anyone from anywhere. He then channels huge Amounts of U.S. taxpayers' monies to sustain, to relocate under the cover of darkness all across America, uh, illegal immigrants uh, to educate and provide health care for them. All the while, the care for our veterans has returned to the chaos it was before the Trump administration. Again, praise and provision for the evil and the neglect of the righteousness, lawlessness from the very top down. Biden refuses to protect our own borders, but sends $55 billion to protect Ukraine's border. I think he has what is left of his brain switched. We have the mainstream media's complete compliance to cover over and ignore the criminal activities of the Hunter Biden laptop the Biden family crime syndicate. They hide the crimes of the left and manufacture false crimes against anyone conservative. 
Just ask General Michael Flynn. Ask Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr., or any of the Trump family. Ask Matt Gates. Ask Marjorie Taylor Greene. Ask Roger Stone. Ask James O'Keefe from Project Veritas. When you go against this lawless regime of the Democratic globalist cabal, they will come after you with all the lawlessness of the mainstream media and corrupt judiciary. They will do everything in their power to take you down. We are living the nightmare of lawless COVID mandates. Through COVID, the Nuremberg Code was flushed down the toilet. Unconstitutional lockdowns of the, of the well, quarantine of the well, that had never happened ever before in the history of the world. The shutting down of our churches for the first time in our country's history. The lawless vaccine mandates being enforced by private business under the threat of being shut down if they don't comply and do the government's dirty work. We watched the unvaxxed lose their jobs. 50% of our combat pilots kicked out of the military for non-vaccine compliance. The mainstream media is not telling you about that, but I have friends in the military who have lost their jobs, who were the Top Gun pilots. There's a whole lot of stuff they're not telling you about. There's a whole lot of stuff they're putting in your face to move you emotionally and blind you from what is really happening. I call them smoke screens. Here in New York, I've been barred from restaurants, public gathering places for my non-compliance to the vaccine pressures. I have the antibodies, according to Cleveland Clinic. I'm good to go. I'm, uh, <laughs> I've been around COVID, COVID uh, 50 times since I've had COVID. Come up uh, clean, healthy, no problems at all. You can't beat the antibody system that God put in our human bodies. Uh, where went our historic informed consent concerning medicine? That's all been flushed down the toilet as well. We seem to have learned to live with congressional lawlessness of inside trading, lucrative book deals, and under-the-table money showing up in politicians and their families' bank accounts, both onshore and offshore. That is on both sides of the political aisle. They continue to vote themselves raises and refuse to enact term limits. <laughs> the longer they are in Washington, the richer most of them become. That, my friends, is filthy lawlessness. We see millions of outside monies coming in uh, to fund local races. Again, George Soros is a master at getting team globalists in offices. More filthy lawlessness. The ultimate lawlessness is looming in the tyranny of the Antichrist soon to be the globalist answer man, their coming superhero already. We've seen the government tyranny via COVID, especially in Canada, Australia, and of course in China where it's completely off the charts. All forerunners of the ultimate tyranny we see in Revelation 13 with the Antichrist and his mark of the beast. We have grown sort of to accept the lawlessness of the social media giants, censorship, my friends, everywhere, Facebook, YouTube, uh, all, all of them, uh, it's tyranny. Fact checkers are lawless criminals violating our First Amendment rights. 
but it's commonplace. It's, we've kind of grown used to it. For all of their exposure of the criminal left atrocities, all the Clinton Foundation corruption, the IRS scandals with Lois Lerner, the Fast and Furious scandal, the Obama administration and Eric Holder, the Russian hoax, the Mueller investigation scam, the bugging of Trump's campaign headquarters and the Trump White House, all the fake news, not one head has rolled. That, my friends, is the filth of government lawlessness. I got to switch gears for a moment lest I go crazy. You've heard enough. Lawless governments, Russia invading Ukraine, that's lawlessness. But lawless provocation by the United States building its 13 bio labs on the Ukraine-Russian border, NATO's lawlessness in luring Ukraine into NATO itself to threaten Russian sovereignty, the extreme lawlessness of the Communist Chinese Party against their own helpless population. You comply in China or you die. The Hillary-incited Islamic winter has left much of Africa, the Middle East, in complete lawlessness of warlords and no real governments at all. We see the lawlessness of Haiti, of Cuba, of Venezuela, and much of Central America. We have the lawlessness of drug cartels, human traffickers, street gangs ruling uh, many huge neighborhoods in our U.S. cities. Pretty sad, isn't it? but all forewarned by our Lord Jesus himself in the latter days, lawlessness will increase all in that locked up in that one little word, lawlessness, iniquity shall abound. We'll now look at the close of that verse, which Jesus said, uh, and it gives us the human toll of the lawlessness, the human results of the lawlessness. Are you ready? He said, because iniquity or lawless shall abound. Here we go. The love of many will wax cold. The love of many will wax cold. We've seen so much evil for so long in so many places. We're living in what I like to call uh, a desensitized culture. People are on pain and disenchantment overload. Irritations are overflowing. Just last night I had dinner with a grocery store manager who spends 40 hours a week with customers. He said the past two and a half years with COVID has literally changed the culture. Customers are depressed, they're angry, they're irritable, and they're ready to lash out at store employees and each other like nothing before he has ever seen in his 35 years in the business. What's happened? The love of many has waxed cold. I'm regularly in rest homes visiting senior saints, and I so often hear from the rest home staff how so many residents never get even one visitor. Why is that? The love of many has waxed cold. Seems most Christians have family members that have completely cut us off. Why? For our moral, political values, which we've held like forever. We've been name-called, we've been attacked, and we've been written out of their lives uh, as the love of many 
as wax cold. So many in our culture have tuned out listening even to the news at all, finding it too complicated to sift through, frustrated with all the lies, the propaganda, the misinformation. I call it information overload. And the result, the love of many has waxed cold. People everywhere, self-absorbed in their own little world, stay out. It's private. None of your business. Leave me alone. I don't care about you. Intolerance has become so strong that people are walking on eggshells with one another, afraid to talk about real-life issues facing our economy, uh, rumors of wars, open borders, anything covid Stay away from it. Gas prices, uh, people will talk about gas prices and inflation. Government overreach, the tyranny of the unjust taxation and uh, criminal activities in high places. People just don't want to talk about it because they don't want the controversy. And if you bring it up, uh, they'll cut you off or just go straight into attack mode. We've all been living through that, especially through COVID and the love of many as wax cold, just like Jesus said it would. Pastors face the threat of prison for preaching historic Judeo-Christian moral values. They now call what we believe or what we speak out against as hate speech. The next level I see, the next level of censorship will criminalize the preaching of biblical moral values. Lawlessness will turn soon into tyranny. Tyranny locks people down, it silences any voice of opposition, and we're almost there. I was glad uh, last week to see Biden's efforts to raise up a censorship czar failed. But let me tell you, it tells you what they're thinking. It shows you what their plans will be, what they will do when they have the power to do so. What is that all about? lawlessness continuing its encroachment upon our society. So, pulling it all together, world conditions today match the prophetic end times conditions that Jesus told us would be here. We are there. My sincere hope is in not stopping the course of history that's in God's hands. He's on the throne. Jesus hasn't broken a sweat over the Biden administration, over George Soros money funding uh, criminal behavior, the breakdown of America. Uh, God's on the throne. He told us how it will be, and it is as he said it would be. God has this in his hands. My hope is simply in the Lord. Galatians 1.4 says the Lord will return to deliver us from this evil world. I just didn't know how evil it would be. And I do not know how much more evil he will allow until he's had it. And he steps off on a cloud from his throne at the right hand of the Father. The angels sound the trumpet, and the dead in Christ rise first. Then we, which are alive and remain, shall be caught up, raptured, ready to go, caught up to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. So as bad as it gets, it's going to get real better. I don't think that's the greatest English, but uh, I like the way it sounds. You know, Americans, of all people groups on the planet, 
as bad as it is here, it's still better here. To think about it, it's better here than any other place in the world. Question we do not know the answer to. Will persecution and martyrdom come to American Christians? Just realize it already has come to Christians in China, in Indonesia, in North Korea, and most any Islamic country. We know Jesus will return. We do not know how bad the conditions will be allowed to get. That's in his hands. But when he comes, we're out of here. I believe our call now is to be salt and light, to be like the prophets of old, to speak out against all sin and tyranny. We are called to lift up the beautiful and exclusive, the beautiful and exclusive name of Jesus. Neither is there salvation in any other. There is none other name given under heaven whereby we must be saved, but whosoever will may come and drink of the water of life freely. We are not called to be silenced concerning Sodom's advance in our schools. At Disney, in the media, we're to lift up our voice like a trumpet and show this generation their sin. As the Holy Spirit moved in the early church, believers spoke the word of God with boldness, not with hate, but with love. See, the ultimate love is giving a generation that doesn't want to hear truth, giving them truth anyway. They may call it hate speech. They may despise us. But that's still our calling, not to bow to what men want, but to be obedient to what God has commanded us to do. Think about all of the prophets of the Old Testament. <laughs> Who listened to them? <laughs> Almost no one. The uh, only prophet that I know that really had a mass of people listen to his message was Jonah at Nineveh, <laughs> of all places, a pagan city. And uh, the whole city repented, and they all got saved, 120,000, the Bible says. And he wasn't glad that they did listen and uh, repented and turned to God. How, how ironic is all of that? I have made no plans to pull any of my podcasts down for fear of persecution. I'm not maverick about this. It's just my calling, and I'm in God's hands, and I'm good with that. I won't be surprised if some of my podcast hosts begin to censor me. YouTube <laughs> already threw me off of They don't like uh, where I stand and what I say and how I say it. I'm, I'm kind of expecting uh, more uh, hosts to reject me. I'll count it as a badge of honor, as the disciples did when they were beaten and forbidden to preach any longer in the name of Jesus. What did they do? They went on their way rejoicing, counting it a privilege to suffer for his name's sake. Satan's voice intimidates and silences. God's voice empowers and proclaims truth. I'm glad to be on the winning team. I'm not in horror of the pending threats of supply line failures, inflation, tyrannical COVID mandates, and new mandates of vaccines that they have brewing. I'm listening to what Gates and Team Soros are saying about future epidemics and future vaccines and future mandates. I'm not intimidated by any of that. I'm listening to their plans for further censorship. Uh, uh, I'm just honored to be here for such a time as this. God put you and I in this time frame of history, and God makes no mistakes. I want to leave it all in the field, as they say in athletic terms. Uh, I want to just give it all for Christ. If he died for me, I want to live for him. So if I must suffer for his namesake, happy am I. 
I remember one of the sweet little camp songs I learned soon after I got saved way back in the early 70s. Jesus, I'll quote it because you don't want to hear me sing. Jesus is my Savior. I shall not be moved in his love and favor. I shall not be moved. Just like a tree that's planted by the waters, Lord, I shall not be moved. Well, the birth pains of Christ's uh, final day scenario have begun. They're getting uh, harder and they're coming faster. Satan is putting his final pieces of the diabolical uh, puzzle into place. The battle is raging. Satan has stepped from the shadows. He's now public with his new world order. His technology is nearly in place. And when Christ returns, Satan will have lost nearly all voices of opposition. The rapture of the church, he who now letteth will let. That word is the Greek word restrains. Who restrains the Antichrist? Who alone has the power to hold back the Antichrist? The Holy Spirit. Where does he live? Not in our church buildings. He lives in all believers. What? No, you're not. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So he who not letteth will let, Second Thessalonians 2, 7 and 8. He'll hold back. He'll hold back. Until he, the Holy Spirit, is taken out of the way. That, my friends, is the rapture of the church. Verse 8, then shall that wicked one, the Antichrist, be revealed. And so he can't come until we go. But let me tell you, he is setting up shop. It's so easy to put the pieces of this puzzle together now. You know, as you you pour out a, say, a 500-piece jigsaw puzzle, and wow, where do you start? Well, you get the, the edge pieces and the blue for the sky up at the top and the, and the green on the sides where the woods are at, and you, you kind of color and move things into a direction, get the frame together, and the red barn pieces, you can see that's going to go center left. But the neat thing about putting together a big jigsaw puzzle, the prophetic puzzle, is this. Every time you get a piece of the puzzle locked in place, <laughs> it's easier to get the next one in place. There's less to choose from, and that thing just comes together. And my friends, we're almost home. Oh, my goodness. Aren't you glad God chose to give us 10,365 prophecies so we can lock this thing together. It's a big puzzle. I know there's a lot to learn. I hope I don't confuse you. I hope I help you fit the pieces of the puzzle together. But it's my honor. It's my joy to be your podcast friend. Uh, boy, my numbers continue to grow, getting over 2,000 listens. So appreciate if you would like it and subscribe and share and uh, download uh, and all that kind of stuff. My numbers are soaring. It's your fault, and I appreciate you so much. I hope I'm a blessing. So until then, God bless. Keep looking up. Jesus is coming. Are you ready? Ready or not, here he comes. <laughs>